In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Today is the official start of our school year here at St. Michael, and this is the first of a six-week series of sermons that we are doing to dovetail with the lessons that we offer during our Sunday formation hour. And these six sermons are going to be about the Bible. We're going to focus on the Bible this year for the entire year because the Bible is important. And we kicked this off in a pretty unique way. Beginning last Sunday night, we started reading the entire Bible from a desk right here in front of the altar at St. Michael. And for about 72 straight hours, people from this community, hundreds from this church and beyond, read the entire Bible cover to cover, live streamed online. Now, many of you likely helped with this. In fact, if you helped with this, raise your hand. Yes, there were so many. Thank you for doing that. I've had so many responses from reading the entire Bible, things, something no one has ever done, and people were touched by what they read. Some people were touched in a weird way, saying, I've never realized that part was in the Bible. <laughs> and I actually had someone come with their family in the middle of the night, read the scripture, was so moved that they talked about it all day. They even went to dinner with friends that night and said, all I could do with all of my friends was talk about reading the Bible. What an amazing experience for so many. So why the Bible? Why would we spend so much time learning the Bible? I think fundamentally it's because we live in a pretty dynamic world where people think they know the truth. Many of us have likely been in situations where we have spoken with friends or colleagues or family members, and they think they know something true. And perhaps they've even spouted off a verse of the Bible to you. And if you're a good Episcopalian, you likely can't respond with anything from the Bible. <laughs> and so it leaves you feeling a little, little unprepared. It's difficult when we live in a world where people say they know the truth. And even though that doesn't quite sound right to us, we're not entirely sure how to defend something different. And so learning the Bible, knowing what it really says, getting that big arc of the salvation story of God is something that I think will not only be good for us individually, but it's going to give us confidence and strength in our own faith. And perhaps we may even find ourselves at dinner one night with friends talking about it. How unusual. The Bible is an amazing story tells how God loves us and calls us into connection. And that completeness, that wholeness, is completed in the person of Jesus. Now, the gospel of Christ is one that we like, that is why we are here, but it's not one that is easy to follow. In fact, we see that in today's gospel lesson, where Jesus begins to explain the kind of transformative power that he's calling his disciples into. Jesus says, those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day, for my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me, and I in them. Now on the surface, for us, because of what we do with Eucharist, that makes a lot of sense. But if you can really read into what Jesus is saying, 
He's not calling us into something simple, surface, or shallow. Jesus is calling us into a life in which we ingest the Holy Spirit inside of us, where we take and consume the truth of God, and in doing so, we are transformed from the inside out. This is a very complicated and transformative experience that can be scary, particularly if we like the world that we are in. To literally consume the beauty and the truth of God in Christ can be a bit intimidating. And so I think for many of us, we like to make this exercise into something that we do when convenient, but not that can actually mess us up every single day. I once read a quote. It said, we worship Jesus instead of following him on his same path. We have made Jesus into a mere religion instead of a journey toward union with God. And the shift made us into a religion of belonging and believing instead of a religion of transformation. See, as Jesus taught the crowds in today's gospel lesson, he spoke of the power and totality of transformation. And many of them turned away. Now, the truth of the gospel is not easy. And I remember once being at a clergy conference, listening to some seminary professors talk about the life of ministry. And during the Q&A time, one nice pastor raised his hand, stood up and said, I preached on racial equality in my church, and things totally fell apart. My children were mocked at school. The congregation called the bishop and complained about me. My wife was fired from her job, and I ended up being moved and assigned to a church in another city. And my heart really went out to this guy because he was just simply doing something that made sense, this life of love in the gospel that involves everybody is all he was preaching. But the speakers were not so sympathetic. God is one nasty employer, the speaker said. He shrugged his shoulders and he said, he's a big God, not a fake God. And that's what it's like to work for the real, true God. Next question. No one whined after that. See, when we sign on to follow God, when we sign on to this transformative life in Christ, we sign up for the baptisms and the beatings. We should expect nothing less than the reaction the apostles got, which could be opposition or just plain rejection. As Jesus spoke to the crowd in today's lesson, he spoke about the reality of following him toward God, of being transformed by the gospel truth, and people walked away because he asked quite a lot. And so Jesus turned to the 12 and asked them if they wanted to leave too. And Peter, good old Peter, said, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. Eternal life, that is what we seek. And eternal life is what we find in the person of Jesus. And this year, as we go back to the Bible with fresh eyes to see the entire story of God from beginning to end in this library of books, 
we will be renewed in seeking after eternal life as well. This year really is meant to be a renewal for us all. And not simply a renewal for you alone, but a renewal and energizing of what it means to find Christ right here at St. Michael, to be in the presence of a living God right here, such that we might even be compelled to bring others here too. So as we begin this year, as we begin to rediscover little things that we may already know, but in a deeper way, I want you to commit to being present. I want you here. I want you here for the sermons. I want you here for the teachings. Because even if you've read it cover to cover, which is not most, but even if you have, no matter what we know of God's story, there is always something more to discover. Come here and discover that truth. Be renewed by that truth. Be transformed in following Jesus in ways that you may not even begin to imagine. And do it together. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs>